Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Welcome to hour number two of a show called The First Day, the WIBC Sunday Magazine show. Welcome to all of our visitors that are here for that final day of what has been a fantastic weekend. It is February 18th, three-day weekend for some of you, as tomorrow we celebrate President's Day. Do you get the day off? It's the day off here, yeah. I think this is a day off at the station. And a day to go collect all that museum admission that's for free. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Indiana State Museum, Children's Museum, and Connor Prairie specifically. Oh, good. That's Kylan. By the way, that's Kylan. Denny's over here to my right. I'm just Terry. Your other right. Yeah. (laughs) We go by the first names now. This first day is so big, it's in three time zones. Listen, uh, we have had such a fun time. We talked a lot about it in the first hour about some of the events and things that we have been seeing downtown. If you've seen any celebrities, I mean, they're just walking around like crazy. I thought for sure this morning I saw, who did I think I I thought? I I think I thought Charles Barkley. Really? Yeah. He's one of of my heroes. It was in anger. I like Charles Barkley (laughs) because he says what he thinks. Right. He's not politically correct. Right. And he doesn't give a crap. I mean, he just says it. Jake from State Farm? I, oh, Jake, did you? Yep. See Jake from State Farm? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Wow. If you saw anybody, we just are interested. 239-9393. Because <laughs> it has been really fun. Our friend Kyle Wells, the Kyle Wells, uh, he took a picture. He went to some event with 50 Cent. And he or 50. 50 Cent, right? Mm-hmm. Am yeah, I doing it right? Cent. 50. 50 Cent. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool. I do have some good news. I do want to share with y'all because I've been kind of following along. Uh, and a lot, by the way, there, again, I'm all over the place, but there's been so many good things that have been happening by good people uh, when the NBA has come to town. But Scott Pollard, if you've been following his journey. The guy that has the heart transplant, that's Scott Pollard? Scott Pollard. His heart was beating an extra 10,000 times per day, and he needed a new heart. And his dad died at 54, waiting on a list for a new heart. This was very, very scary, as you can imagine. Um, He was 16 when his dad died. Uh, Scott was 16. And his son, Scott's son, is just 16 right now, too. So all this was lining up, and, and his wife, Dawn, posted on X on Friday night at 7 p.m. that her husband has a new heart after undergoing a transplant in Nashville, Tennessee. And she said surgery went well for Scott Pollard and been told the heart is big, powerful, and is a perfect fit. He's a big man. Uh, He needed a very specific type of heart. So they say now it is, she said now on to the crucial part of recovery. And she wanted to thank everybody for their continued prayers and support. But most of all, deepest thanks to the donor, our hero, she wrote. So, again, Have you ever heard about the families, how the families connect from the donor oh, to the donor? Oh, absolutely. It is precious, the stories. Right. I mean, as far I mean, as they're they concerned, really their loved one did not die and lives on. And lives on. Yeah. And, and so many different, and oftentimes in so many people. Hearts and livers and kidneys and and things that that go to several people. Even when you donate a, a pint of blood, I think they say that that can go to like seven people. Is that right? 
I don't know. I can't remember. I could be I've, wrong. That's been a while. I got out but, of the habit of that. I gave up to five or six gallons. I know I said seven gallons, and then all of a sudden I just didn't do it because I'm not working anymore. Yeah, I know, and that's kind of what's happened. And they say they're always short on blood, but you know, very, very special for Scott Pollard. So keep them in their prayers. He's that's such a good cool. guy, and he's he been such a, a part guy. of Indianapolis. Is we've, I mean, he's been here on the fan many times on our sister station, and uh, just as a well liked human being. So uh, anyway, I know the prayers were were quite helpful in finding that right heart for Scott and he made it just in in time too so that is the good news and also uh, some really great things that have been happening some of the NBA players or NBA NBA players moms have a group have an organization called I I think it's called Our Moms I fit that's a hoot and whenever they go to different, whenever these teams go to different places, not just now, but all the time, um, they follow their kids. And when they do that, they come into town and they do good things. And so this time around, this organization, this group provided shoes for some of the kids uh, within um, some of the schools here in central Indiana or Indianapolis. In fact, I think in, in um, I wish I could find those where they went, but they came in and they bought shoes for these kids. And that is just another arm of the good things that have been done. I know Jelly Roll was here, right? Jelly Roll was in town for a concert. He spent time over at um, juvenile detention, talking to kids about what he's been through. He's a country star. So these people have come into town and we, we're grateful for the money that you drop into town too. But Amen. just so you know, there's a lot going on behind the scenes with the NBA, like the packing of meals, Kylan, mm-hmm. you know, the, the million meals, 24 you ladies, hours. Way to go. How long, how long was your shift? Oh, two and a half hours. Yeah. Two and a half hours. Just two and a half, three hours. So it's 24 yeah. hours made up of those two and a half hours of people being there and packing, attempting to pack a million meals. Or until yeah. the powdered cheese congeals oh, in your yeah. gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, I got Rough. a quick shout out. Old, old friend of mine, Ann Dunn Tallhelm. She lives on the south side. Annie becomes an official burden on society now. Oh She's 65 Woo! years old. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Annie. That's hey, cool. you share a birthday with John Travolta, Dr. Oh. Dre, if you know him. Okay. Yeah. And then Enzo Ferrari. We were talking racing earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty interesting. I'm not sure Anne wants to be known as a fast woman. Well, like Ferrari. (laughs) Happy birthday if you're celebrating. Happy birthday, birthday Annie. Today and to Annie, of course, absolutely. Busy day out at the airport. Bring your patience if you're headed out uh, and you don't have anything to do with the NBA. But we've got uh, (laughs) 18,000 passengers to go through security screenings at the airport today and tomorrow. Um, They think that uh, you need to get there early. If you are driving like Kylan and I were yesterday, be patient. They got a lot of furners on the roads, and uh, they drive differently here than we do. So. Right. Just imagine yourself when you go into a town. What did you say, you a five-car pileup yesterday, Kai? They are yeah, going tailgating? I was just trying to get onto 465, and with the snow, it, a lot of backup. <laughs> Someone re-rended one, and then it became a five-domino effect. Still, um, still nasty roads sometimes. Yeah, just be careful. Some of those side roads. But today we've got some warmer temperatures and then even warmer throughout this next week. So that snow won't be around much longer, but it was pretty when it was coming down. Don't forget, if you are looking for things to do today, Boat Sport and Travel Show is in town, opened up on Friday. It's awesome. I spent some time with the pioneers of Hoosier Motorcycling. Uh, this is a group that is trying to preserve vintage motorcycles and do all that they do, but that's just a small portion. I did a, a piece of for Great Day TV with Patty Spittler on that particular group. But we've got, in just a little, you've heard um, 
Basquatch. <laughs> I can't wait for this one. Basquatch. We've got Rhymes Basquatch with Sasquatch. Yeah. Uh, just a whole lot more, too. Uh, but just enjoy this beautiful day. It is gorgeous out there. I saw that uh, some of these celebrities we've been talking about that have been eating all over town, and I saw Shaquille O'Neal weighed in on social media about his favorite spot in the Circle City. You know where it is? Country, Country? Kitchen. Country yeah. Kitchen. Country Kitchen's been getting some, They're some publicity. They're back in business. It's nice. Yeah, from some of the uh, the all-stars and some other folks that have come into town and, and everybody headed over there to Country Kitchen, 1831 North College Avenue. And we've got food news coming up at about 1240, 1245. Yeah. You've got something pretty special, too. Very special. Another restaurant owner, and they the owner right now, it's a family generation. I'm just going to say it straight up. It's Shapiro's and the owner of it went to the All-Star game in 1985. That's pretty awesome. And yeah. so we'll talk about some comparisons. Comparisons for sure because I think that was just a game. It, yeah. Right. I don't it know that the there was like what we have event. going it on today. Just, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we have going on today has been truly like a 4-day ordeal mm-hmm. and fun. Something else that's happening, if you don't want to go to one of the games, but you still want to participate, there's plenty of free things to do. Free exhibits, free art things to see around the city, or you can go to Slam Film Festival over at the Living Room Theaters. It's Ooh, Slam. That's a cool venue. Yes, beautiful. On off of Mass Avenue. Yep, by the Bottle Works District. And it's part- partnered with Heartland Film Festival, we know them well, and Slam Magazine, the basketball magazine. They're celebrating their 30th anniversary, and this is the first film festival surrounding basketball. Basketball. So oh, some talent really will cool, be here. Kylan. It's really interesting. Today? So, mm-hmm. Yep, today's the last day for it. They have the next showing at 1.30. There's one at 3 and 4. Wow, that's so cool. I noticed that some of the what some of the fans have learned, and, and even those that are playing ball here, some of the all-stars have said, you know, it's really awesome because we now are learning about the history and why you all love Indiana basketball so much, why it is so beloved in our state. They're learning it through the history with our sculptures and our murals and all that there is to see the events we've had. Oscar Robertson celebrated, which we love. Denny was talking about that the other day, about um, Crispus Attucks and that story, how important of a story mm-hmm. that has been. They announced um, that Oscar will be getting a statue in front of Crispus Attucks. Oh, that's awesome. I'm I'm happy for it. Me Very too. Proud. Me too. Last day for a touch of glory, the play at Christmas Attics. Check it all out. Um, I know we've got Great a lot time. of stuff. This at WIBC.com. The NBA All-Star Weekend app is also a great resource. Even just picking it up just for today. If you do want to get out and do something uh, fun that's related to Indiana basketball. lot happening. And we are so proud of everybody. IMPD, you have done a phenomenal job in keeping us safe. And I know Guy Fieri, celebrity chef Guy Fieri, delivered some pizzas to you the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yesterday, I think. Delivered pizzas to let you know how appreciated you are but you have done such a phenomenal job all hands on deck i know um everybody's working so you're doing it and uh, you are appreciated for sure we're going to take a quick break coming up we're going to learn about the hoosier basketball trail when we return to the first day on 93 wibc hey now you're an all-star get your game on go play hey now you're a rock star get the show on get are um, anticipating having this incredible combination of Hoosier hospitality and Indiana soul. Um, We have seen that come together. I have been a beneficiary of it over the last seven years in planning this 
program, we have uh, so many opportunities with 125,000 fans anticipated to come into market. We've got over 100 players and legends that will be doing appearances and participating. We've got fans coming from 34 countries and 47 states. All of our broadcast events will be distributed to over 214 countries and territories in 60 languages. We will be putting a spotlight on Indianapolis and the state of Indiana. We couldn't be any more proud of what the Simon family and Pacers Sports and Entertainment have put together for us here. Visit Indy, the host committee, and every fan throughout the state of Indiana have been incredible hosts to us, and we are so delighted to be here. I'm told we had fans sleeping outside the Indiana Convention Center last night, wanting to be the first ones in to cross over when it opens for NBA on TNT. We're incredibly honored to be here. That is Kelly Flato. She is the head of global events with the NBA. We spoke to her on uh, Friday, I believe, Thursday or Friday, Friday, I believe, when they got into town really full force, although she had been here for quite a while. And she was giving us an, kind of a, an idea but uh, of, of how grateful they are to be here and how much fun that they're having and who's going to be watching us and are watching us. And uh, everybody I've heard said that Indianapolis is just doing a phenomenal job keeping everybody safe and also doing their best to make sure everybody leaves here happy. And so far, so good. Everybody's having the best time. And I hope that you too, if you live here, you're having a good time with all of this too. And from around the world, enjoying your stay as we get set for the NBA All-Star Game at Cambridge Fieldhouse, 8 o'clock tonight. Earlier in the week, I had a conversation with Jordan Smith with VisitBloomington.com about all things basketball and something I didn't know about, the Hoosier Basketball Trail. It's a wonderful little uh, trail of history, of success, and of memorabilia all throughout Bloomington. And there are several stops that you definitely need to make. I think it all begins with the Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Uh, and, Terry, I'm actually from Kentucky, so I know a thing or two about college basketball. And I have to say, <laughs> Simon Scott Assembly Hall, one of the greatest landmarks in college basketball. And being from Kentucky, when I stepped on stepped into the arena, I did not spontaneously combust. So it's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, it's home. It's home to five NCAA national champs, 47 All-Americans, multiple players of the year, nine Hall of Fame players and coaches, as well as teams, including the 1975 and 76 Hoosiers, the last undefeated champs in men's basketball. Uh, it's, it's a remarkable place, and you have to come by and stop by and see it. If you're a big fan of college basketball, it's definitely at least should be on the top five of your bucket list of places you need to watch a game. And if you're wanting to take a tour, you can book one on IU Sports, their website. Uh, you can't just walk in, so you kind of need to, to make reservations in advance. You can see the historic team photos, memorabilia. That includes the scoreboard as well as the center court from decades ago. Of course, trophies, and you can't talk about the Hoosier basketball teams without those championship banners front and center in Assembly Hall. It's, it's a remarkable place to see. And while you're there, right next to Assembly Hall, we have Cook Hall. Now, this is the practice and training facilities for both teams. It's also home to the Foul Shine Legacy Court. It's oh. an exhibit that chronicles the history of Hoosier basketball. You can find more photos and artifacts and trophies as well as interactive touchscreen kiosks that celebrate our teams as well as the players and traditions. Those are two must 
see stops on our Hoosier basketball trail. If you can't get into the game or if you decide to go outside and see it with the rest of the Hoosiers, there are some places you definitely need to go to to watch the game. One of those is a little restaurant called Buffaloes. Now, that's just steps away from the Sample Gate entrance on campus, and they specialize in hot wings, some of the best hot wings, not only in Indiana, but the entire country. In fact, USA Today listed them as a top 10 wing joint in America. And they have IU memorabilia, art, and fanfares located from the floor to the ceiling. And there's a Hoosier tradition. It's English. It's Nick's English Hut. Uh, it's been a Bloomington tradition since 1929. It's been around for a very long time. A lot of history there. IU memorabilia, art, old flyers and posters, team photos, and more. It's one of the most iconic places in Bloomington. Steps away from campus right there on Kirkwood Avenue. My favorite place in Nick's, if you can find it, if it's available, it's hard to get. John Mellencamp actually has a booth there, and I love sitting at the same place where John Mellencamp enjoyed his Sink the Biz fries and everything. You can also go to the Upstairs Pub. It is a second-story bar within walking distance from campus as well. Now, what's really cool about this place is that the bar itself is made from the old court at Assembly Hall. So if you're up there at the Upstairs Pub and you place an order, you're sitting right there on the old historic Assembly Hall basketball court. And they just took that over and kind of made it part of their, their establishment. One of my other favorite places is Yogi's Bar and Grill, and it's a Hoosier mainstay for decades. Good assortment of fanfare, including an autograph wall, probably the four best places to watch the big game. We want you, when you come here, we want you to stay a little bit, take a night or two, and see the rest of Bloomington. But if you're still in that Hoosier basketball spirit, there are a couple of great hotels that you need to visit and try and book a room in. Uh, The first one is the Graduate Bloomington Hotel. It houses a variety of interesting memorabilia in their lobby and lounge area, as well as your hotel rooms. And the first thing you will see as soon as you walk in, in their lobby, is a mounted painting from the movie Hoosiers. So you have that entire basketball team and the coach, and it's really, really neat. That's the first thing you see. Their light fixtures are made from basketball hoops. And, of course, you need to look up and see the chandelier of Tangled Chairs. It's a nice (gasps) homage to the late, great Bobby Knight. Rest in peace, Coach Knight. So it's it's, (laughs) it's very unique, the kind of things that they have there. I think another one is, of course, the Biddle Hotel. That's located inside the Indiana Memorial Union, located right there on campus. So you are in the heart of everything. If you want to relive your old college days, you're right there smack dab in the middle of everything. It's fully immersed in cream and crimson culture. And you can experience some of the wonderful things inside there, like the Tudor Room. It's a really nice kind of buffet-style restaurant. And it looks something straight out of a Harry Potter movie with all the banners and stuff hanging around. It's a beautiful place and wonderful food. Everything you'd like to do and relive your good old college heyday. That's Jordan Smith with VisitDowntownBloomington.com. Pretty cool. I think it sounds like a fun little weekend trip. 1231, it's the first day. 93 WIBC. It's 1237, Terry Stacy, Denny Smith, Kylan Talley. The Indianapolis Boat Sport and Travel Show is open at the fairgrounds. I know there's a lot going on downtown, but uh, I'm a fan of also fishing. 
75, whoops, 7,500 square feet of the great outdoors, fantastic giveaways, vacations, stuff to buy, seminars galore. And one of those experts uh, throughout the show is Mike McMinstry. He's host and producer for the Emmy-nominated and award-winning show, The Basquatch Hunter, A Fish Out of Water. I asked him when we had our conversation earlier in the week, when did he become a competitive bass fisherman? Uh, so I started doing tournaments probably around 2012. Uh, I was actually in a bass boat when I started, and I switched to kayaks in 2015. Did my first tournament in 2016, and then uh, over the course of my first two years, I did 26 tournaments uh, with 13 top 10 finishes. Uh, but then I actually quit doing tournaments altogether so I could start the TV show and follow that path. And then you transitioned to fishing from a kayak. What do you find are some of the advantages? Uh, so there's a lot of advantages and disadvantages, but I think the most important thing to me was that I could go all the places the boat couldn't go. I could go on adventures that most people couldn't go on. You could go to the places that people really didn't see as much and you could experience nature in a whole new way. Where did you get the nickname Basquatch? Where did that come from? Yeah, so it's a funny story. I actually, uh, I credit another uh, professional bass fisherman that I've always looked up to. Uh, he had his own TV show I used to watch all the time. And he used to call, like, big fish the funniest things in the world. He would call them, like, yeah, there's a vegetation plant called Hydrilla. Um, he would call them Hydrilla Gorillas. And, you know, all these really funny names. And then one time I was watching the show uh, with some friends, and he called a big fish a Basquatch. And we all kind of looked at each other and said, that's it. Um, I had this weird luck of always finding the biggest fish on every trip we went on. And they were like, that's it. You always find that one big fish we can never catch on camera, like a Sasquatch. Uh, so we went with the name um, that I was always hunting the Basquatch. <laughs> for, for anybody that doesn't know, the premise of the show is that you teach people how to fish like you do from a kayak. Yep. Yeah, I, well, I take people out who are not fishermen from many different backgrounds, whether it's uh, WWE wrestlers, Olympic athletes, comedians, dairy farmers, monster truck drivers. Uh, we actually recently took out a monster truck driver from Indiana um, in Fayetteville, uh, and we uh, that airs this season, actually. Uh, but we uh, take them out and teach them how to fish like what I do for a living for one full day on the water. But then it gets exciting because I get to go in their world and learn how to do what they do for a day as well. So the show is all about showing off what people are passionate about and how we all follow our dreams to do what we love. And you love teaching old and young alike. But with that said, you've given a lot of your time to teach kids how to fish at camps, at kids' camps in Michigan. What's key in taking the little ones out for the first time? Well, the most important thing, especially with kids, is that it's not about the fishing part. It's about the adventure. And just getting outside and taking that risk and taking that chance on maybe having a great adventure or maybe not, that's what I think is the most important part of teach kids is, is take that risk and always, always kind of try something new. And especially with fishing, it's more about the memories that you take with you instead of the fish that you let go back in the water. So I think it's really important that kids go out there and just experience what it's like to be outdoors and make some memories. I know you've said fishing isn't your favorite thing in the world to do, which is surprising, but you say it's the best therapy. Absolutely. I have a lot of hobbies and a lot of passions, um, you know, a lot of sports, a lot of, a lot of things I like to do, but um, my biggest passion is definitely inspiring others to do uh, what makes them happy and kind of spreading kindness and positivity. Fishing is just a vehicle to do that, and it's a, it's a great, uh, like you said, it's a great uh, spot for therapy. It's a good vehicle for therapy. But it, it's really important that people look at it as, you know, fishing might have been my outlet, but it's not the only outlet, and it's not the only thing I preach. It's more of a, you know, just get out and find your adventure. 
Mike McMinstry is here. Uh, he's known as the Basquatch Hunter. You're here through the duration of the Indianapolis Boat Sport and Travel Show. Tell us about your seminars. Uh, so I'm really excited about my seminars this weekend and next weekend. Um, I'm doing a variety of seminars. I'm doing ones in the pool, in my kayak, where I talk about how my kayak is rigged up, why I use kayaks in general, and why I chose the brand and model that I use. Um, also, some pros and cons of all uh, the different kind of kayaks out there. Uh, while I show off some stability and uh, you know balance stuff in the water, uh, but I'm also doing seminars on how to turn your um, hobby or your passion into a career and how to go from YouTube to TV. So the part I'm most excited about is I'm doing a panel, and it's the first time they've done this at the show. Me and three other professionals in the industry, um, guys that I look up to, that have all accomplished great things. And we're all going to be at a table with microphones and everything, with the moderator, we're going to have some discussions, and the crowd will be all involved. So we're going to be doing a pretty good variety of seminars and speeches and a whole lot of good conversations we're going to have for here. If this is the first time listeners have heard of you, how can they watch your show, The Basquatch Hunter? Uh, so we air on the Discovery Channel, uh, Discovery Plus, Pursuit Channel, um, Pursuit Up, Discovery Go, um, pretty much streaming everywhere as well. You can go to basquatchhunter.com um, and kind of see our YouTube channel and everything from that website and one-stop shop right there. Uh, we also have our children's book series at nestwatch.com as well that kind of inspires kids to try these things too. That's Mike McMinstry. I'm so sorry about that quality of sound. He was trying to get somewhere. The Basquatch Hunter, see him today and then next Friday through Sunday. at uh, Get your discount tickets online at IndianapolisBoatSportAndTravelShow.com. Coming up next, food news. It's going to be a good one, too, right here on 93 WIBC. The studio is smelling. Oh, it smells so good in here. First day food news on 93 WIBC. I'm Kylan. We've got Terry and Denny in the room. And we have a special guest with us of Shapiro's Delicatessen. Oh, legendary. They are the oldest single family deli in America. Isn't that awesome? That's unbelievable. It's a wonderful story. They have just a great story in general. And we're going to talk with Brian Shapiro. He's fourth generation and the owner of Shapiro's. Brian, welcome to First Day. Yay! How are you, Brian? I'm good. How are all of you? We're all good, brother. We're great, Brian. Denny used to do your... your, Did you have to have credentials to get to your studio today for security? (laughs) You know, you can't believe the traffic on Illinois. You're over there on South Meridian, but boy, up here by the Conrad, it's a bear to get in. He's he's in a perfect spot as everybody's walking to and from Lucas Oil Stadium. And uh, Brian, how has business been? Has this been good for you? Business has been good, especially with the uh, the weather. Uh, it, it, I'm, if the uh, activities weren't in the city, I'm I think business would have been significantly worse. So um, yeah, we have a lot of people in downtown in Indianapolis and and traveling to the city to the festivities. For those of you who do not know where Shapiro's is, it is a landmark delicatessen on the south side. Mm-hmm. My family was blessed to do the plumbing for Brian. The Paulie Smith Plumbing Company worked for Brian. And what I will tell you is that so, right. So wait, so how are you related? So you're part of Snuffy Smith? That's right. I'm Denny. I'm, <laughs> Dad retired in 76. Small world. And just like your family business, uh, we kept right on going. But here's what I will tell people you have the cleanest basement of any restaurant I have ever been in. We had a gas leak there once. Brian calls me in the middle of the night. And he says, I got a gas leak. And I went down there, 
And I don't know how many miles of piping you have down there, but that was totally intimidating. But it's spotless. It has always been spotless. I think he's happy to hear that. Yeah. I think he's happy to get that, that that word. That's terrific. You know, Brian, and here's a cool spot, a cool part. Kylan's got her mouth full. I've got my mouth full. But you went in 1985. You went to the the NBA All Star Game at the Hoosier Dome, right? That many years ago. That is correct. Uh, a guy named Maury Katz, who used to play cards with Mel and Herb Simon, yeah, um, calls me up and says, "Here's two tickets to the game," and they literally were on the floor. Oh my gosh! On 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 one of the desks. I mean, they were like press seats. Wow! That's amazing. Wow! Were you, were you struck by how tall everybody was when you're at that level? <laughs> did Did you get the perspective of how short we all are? <laughs> well, yes, and today. They're all a foot taller. <laughs> That's so funny. Yes, they are. We were looking at some of the names. Ralph Sampson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, George Gervin. Did you have any favorites back then, Brian? Well, I was. Uh, I, I always liked uh, Jabbar, which was uh, Lou Alcindor. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, he he was just kind of... Very, very good player and, and uh, you know, just kind of who... We followed. I, I don't want to make you feel old, but uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is now doing heart commercials for AFib. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> and, you know, I hey, guess that, that was 40 you, years you know, ago, man. Hey, you know, I just got my uh, Medicare card, so, uh, you know, I, I completely understand. <laughs> Kylan? For you, Brian Shapiro, owner of Shapiro's right now, he... What was the difference? What's this comparison between this year's All-Star, where it's a huge festivity days, event, right? in comparison to 1985? You know, you, you can't compare the two. It, it, it's, it's just, you know, from a, from a good old-fashioned All-Star basketball game to today, it's a, a complete celebrity social media fest. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, it's it, it, you just can't compare it. I mean... You know, it's the difference between writing letters and the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, no. I, I suppose that if you wanted to do this in in the world of transportation, um, you're going from a train to Star Trek. That's a good. That's a good way to look yeah. at it. Really, it really is a good. I, way. I mean, it, it's just completely different. Yeah. I wonder how much you said you got those tickets when you in 1985, mm-hmm. and they were given to you. But I wonder what the value of those tickets back then is to pay, compared to what people are paying prices today. Whatever I, it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's my understanding that Herb Simon only got 12 tickets to tonight's game, and he <laughs> owns the place. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Have you seen? We've all been on Celebrity Hunt because they're everywhere. Have you seen anybody famous come through your doors or down? Well, just yeah, walking I mean, down the had, street. We've, we've had quite a few come through, and a, quite a few of their handlers come through and pick up food. Um, we actually had Megan Gailey, you know, who's the comedian from uh, Fishers. Oh yeah, that was um, just recently on um, the. Uh, new uh, TV show after midnight right that's and, right and she she was in and, and and her handlers are going well don't you want to go here and she goes no my eighth birthday party was at Shapiro's <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, cool. I love that it's pretty cool and, 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 and you know these people are whisked in and whisked out and you know we've had 
a lot of um, you know players and 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 their agents, and it's just amazing. And you know, one of the things to learn from this in since 1985, back in the days when your sister station WNAP yeah. used to refer to Indianapolis as NapTown. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Y- y- y'all remember that? I do. I do. I, I don't know how old you guys are, but yeah, you guys listened to it as NapTown, and you had Fred Heckman, and you know, with My Town Indy, and, sure. and, and all of these things. And today, it's not that way. I mean, it it is a vibrant city, and the All Star Game just shows the panache that the downtown can have. It's the truth, mm-hmm. and it takes and, all and, of them, and, takes everybody. Well, yeah, and 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 you know, one of the problems that downtowns have is that you have to have people living there yeah and when you start getting the celebrities walking around you know you get um the pacers and the colts say you know they live downtown you know they walk Mm -hmm. into shapiro's or they walk into tinker street or they walk in to downtown restaurants or just to hang out it just adds to the excitement you know people like to take pictures with celebrities with with you know, to put on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Yep. And well, it can make all the difference in the world if somebody posts, I was at Shapiro's and loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to run, but Brian, Brian Shapiro, fourth generation and owner so of Shapiro's. Awesome. Two locations, one right here in downtown and one at the Indy Airport. Go check them out if you're headed out of town. We've had the legendary sandwiches and the the chicken. And, and Brian, thank you for Thanks, all of brother. that. Good to have you. Yep, absolutely. Thank you all for joining us today on the first day. Have a great weekend. Enjoy every bit of it here in downtown Indianapolis or whatever you're doing. And we'll see you back here um, Uh, Next week for the first day on 93 WIBC. Today's top stories are coming up next. I'm easy like Sunday morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.